Excuse me, miss, who dropped this? No, it's just a penny. Just a penny? Just a penny? It all begins with the humble penny. Whether writing your first check or cashing big checks to those at the top, making their mark, closing deals round the clock. On Quest Means Business, we know every penny has power. And it's not how many you have. It's what you do with them that counts. That's the marvel of money. Quest Means Business. What a profitable hour. Richard, lovely to have you. Welcome to South Africa. Yes, thank you um, very much. And, and in particular, Cape Town. I've heard that uh, Cape Town is one of your favorite destinations. Is that true or is that false? Well, since I'm talking to you in Cape Town, uh, I would be a fool if I was to deny the truth of the statement you have just put forward. Now, it's a my look. You'd have, there'd have to be something wrong with you if you didn't like this place. I mean, it's, it's straight out of central casting. The beaches are magnificent. The mountain can be seen from every which way and backwards. Um, uh, the vegetation is extraordinary. The people are amazing. And the food is excellent. Now, um, and I haven't been sponsored by the Tourism Authority. Uh, I think the biggest problem, of course, is getting here. Yeah. It's very expensive. Mm -hmm. um, particularly if you're getting old and you don't want to sit at the back of the bus. Yes, um, yeah. So you arrive here in South Africa, night one, we, we all, the, the whole of South Africa saw your tweet. You arrive straight into load shedding. Can we, can we, please? Also, what a way to announce yeah. your arrival please. in the country. Can we stop using that phrase? So okay. if not load shedding, what? Power cuts. Power cuts. Blackouts. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. When, the moment you call it load shedding, uh -huh. you are dressing it up with a nice bow uh -huh. and giving it a cutesy name. This is a power cut. The sort of thing that should not happen in an advanced economic economy, period. Mm. And what is more, this is going to happen for months. Wait, 100 days so far? Well, it's happened for years. This right. No, but this is, this is it. Mm -hmm. This is the norm. Mm. Yeah. Okay. This is the norm until new power supplies, but I, I tell you, you are brilliant. You are brilliant. So you have developed some of the most sophisticated apps. And you all proudly talk to each other about, well, the app said it was going off at four mm -hmm. and it worked. And then have you seen that app? And that told me it was going to be stage four in areas. Of, yeah, very good. Said, well, have you tried this app instead? And you're all talking about, and you're all praising the app yeah. and ignoring what's it doing. Yeah. It's actually telling you something that is as basic as the second industrial revolution electricity mm. last night we were chatting and uh you said we aren't angry enough no no i didn't say that um with respect mm -hmm. i which usually means i just kicked him in there um, <laughs> you were misquoted uh so what did you say <laughs> I said, what i don't understand is the lack of outrage I don't understand why people aren't angrier, mm -hmm. this lack of outrage about it. And that's I'm trying to understand. And it's partly, I think, because you're all working around it, or at least those who can afford to are working around it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I don't mean, I'm, I'm not asking people to go on, on the streets. Mm -hmm. I'm saying, but you, you have a phrase in this country, uh -huh. a Boer a market plan. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what's happening here. Mm -hmm. You've all got a plan. Dala what you must. Another you, Cape Town saying. What? 
dollar what you dollar what you must. We do what we, we must do. Exactly. You know. Exactly. So what everybody is doing for for absolutely understandable reasons is they've got a plan, and as long as you've got a plan, that becomes your norm. Mm -hmm. And somewhere along the line, your anger about what's actually happening that's caused you to need the plan suddenly, four months on, well, you know, don't worry about it. We've got the we've got the freezer. No, no, no. We'll go to we'll go to Auntie Bessie's for dinner on Tuesday, and yeah. on Thursday they'll come to us. And I and I live again because I'm sure your your listeners will be very concerned that here's this foreigner mm. coming and telling us all about our country, and we're not angry enough. And um, <laughs> no, you didn't say that though. Where is the anger? Where, where is said, the anger? We need to be angry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get it right, Darren. Yes. For goodness sake. You said we must break stuff and tear the place. No, down. I did not. I, I think what what I can't, what I will be interested to see mm. as you move to elections next year, the acceptable way. Of of showing that anger is protesting on the streets uh, within the law, and ultimately, of course, at the ballot box. Could you imagine in Frankfurt if they were told that the lights are going off for two hours here, two hours there, and two hours here for the rest of the month? Not because there was an explosion in the power station or a tree mm. fell or bad weather, but because rampant incompetence and corruption over many decades has left the electricity system kaput. Could you imagine that in Sydney? In London? No. I first came to South Africa uh, as a visitor back in 2002, 2003, and I remember reading stories that there will be power cuts in the future because we're not generating enough power. You are so worldly. You hang with presidents. You hang with the big CEOs of the world. What is the perception from the outside coming in? It's nice to come on holiday, but when you go back, what are the stories you tell? I think that the rest of the world still looks at South Africa as being the rainbow nation. Because what President Mandela did and the way in which you came together was so out of anything else that we'd ever seen. Think about after other ones. There have been, you know, Second World War, the, the Nuremberg trials, the bitterness and the expenditure of the Marshall Plan and all of those things. Think about Vietnam and how long it took the US and Vietnam to even come close to talking to each other. And here you had, in, admit it, civil versus international, here you had the Truth and Reconciliation Commission for all its faults. And so I think that people still remember that. They love the whole concept of the place. And then they haven't quite discovered load shedding. <laughs> yeah. So we're still a concept to people. Oh, totally. Even those who visit and no, see no, what no, the reality no. is. I think those who visit who see the reality look at it and say, oh dear. Mm. Oh dear, it seems, the train seems to be going off the tracks a bit here. Mm. What's gone wrong? Mm. How did, from 1994 and how did it get so bad so quickly? Mm. I think that's what people say. Yeah. But most tourists don't say that. Most tourists say, that was a great sidecar I had with Brody, mm. and that was a really great meal, and, and going up to the Kruger was just a bucket list moment that I'd never forget. Yeah. And just on, on the on the business side of, of what you do, 
If you were a South African right now and you wanted to invest money, just in general, what would you go? Property, stocks, crypto, or cattle? Whatever. <laughs> well, yes, we'd only ever had a sofa. <laughs> <laughs> Afterwards, <laughs> where, where, where would you put your money right now? Look, can you see that I still have the shirt on my back? Mm -hmm. And I still have the shirt on my back because I've made it a lifelong career of never answering that question. Because the, the, the trite answer is, a balanced portfolio has it all. Yes. And you're thinking, idiot. <laughs> like I didn't know that. The economic times are extremely difficult. There are people in the UK who are going to see that I've seen my mortgage rate double. And this is a global Oh, issue. completely, completely, absolutely. Mm. Um, and, and that's why emerging markets, it is so difficult for emerging markets because you, they have other forces at play. Namely, number one, did they borrow in a foreign currency that's now valued higher, so therefore they've got a, you know, they're screwed on the currency. Yeah. They borrowed in dollars, and now they're, they've, they've got to pay and convert the currency. That's the first thing. Secondly, are they facing a recession on top of everything else they've been through with pandemic, where they've already depleted the coppers, and they can't just borrow more money? Yeah. The UK and all these other countries, they can just print a bit more money. Most of these other countries can't. Well, what are your highlights about Cape Town? Food. Food and the price of food. I feel sorry. Mm -hmm. I feel sorry for the restaurants because they're charging what the market rate goes. But for a tourist from New York, we went out for dinner the other night and the bill came. And I thought that was per person. Mm. And there was wow. four of us. <laughs> and I was about to say, that's cheap. Thinking, you know, in New York, that would be that per person or more. Mm -hmm. And was the food better than New York? Oh, much. Oh, yeah. Much. But, but that's good for tourism. Right? <laughs> Keep coming. That's good. If we're a, a cheap destination, it's going to work in advantage. It is. I would say there is much more to be optimistic about. Uh -huh. um, but, you know... It's much more to be optimistic about South, South Africa. Africa. Yeah, yeah. But, but just guard against... My, my late mother used to describe her father as being like the cow that gives good milk and then kicks over the bucket. <laughs> and that's the sort of issue that often happens in South Africa, I think. Yeah. And that's the issue that you had with Tottenham Hotspur. Yeah. Whatever the merits of the idea, it all sort of fell apart because of the way it was done. Yeah. Richard Quist, <laughs> thank, thank you, you so very much. much thank you so much. <laughs>